Hello and welcome to the Teachers Inspire podcast. I'm Louise O'Neill and I curate Teachers Inspire, which is organised and run by Dublin City University. We want to hear about the teacher who has made a difference in your life or in your child's life. So remember, you can nominate them now for an award at teachersinspire.ie. On the podcast, I talk to some of the amazing teachers and the people who nominated them. I also chat to other people who share their fascinating stories about teaching and teachers with me. On the Teachers Inspire podcast, we realise that your school years are rarely plain sailing. And just like life, there will be bumps in the road where you need the support of others. And we have heard so many uplifting stories about teachers who have provided that support. For many students, particularly at secondary level, they have to work out so much. You know, what subjects to take, whether their choices will fit in with their chosen career. And then, you know, what if they change their mind? And all of that happens while you are dealing with your changing body, your developing personality and discovering more about who you are, finding and making friends. Oh my God, as I say this, I'm just so relieved I'm not a teenager anymore. Um, but it definitely is not easy. Um, my guest on this episode is a man who is 22 years old now, but he says in his words that he knew from a very young age that he was not in the right body. Jacob Donegan has been very open about his transitioning journey on social media. He has 1.2 million followers on TikTok alone. Oh, my God. Um, welcome to the Teachers Inspire podcast, Jacob. 1.2 million followers. Is that not like, I think I'd be so scared every time I went on, like thinking about that amount eyes on. Like, I don't want to like freak you out here but like do you ever feel like intimidated when you're going on for your 1.2 million followers? Oh of course you're second yeah. guessing it could be just yeah. a simple thing in the background out of place and 1.2 million people are going to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you have to be careful switched on. Whew, yeah I don't know if it would be for me but um, uh, okay so let's just let's just start from the very beginning now okay we're going to treat this like a therapy session. Jacob <laughs> tell me. Um, so now you know in the intro here you said that you knew from a young age that you were not in the right body. Um, and I suppose, like, what age were you when, you know, when you had that realisation? I was around five or six mm. uh, years of age. I was at work with my dad. He used to work in a garage and I just used to go on a trip with him there every weekend. And I walked into the shop and where you see magazines all set up on display of like newspapers and all that jazz, I saw on it, all I could read briefly on it was a young girl transitioned to the boy he was mm. and that was a nine-year-old boy at the time that I was reading mm. and I pointed to that and I was like with my dad next to me I was like that's me mm. and now as a child obviously I didn't understand the terminology in which I was saying that too but when I pointed at it I knew there in that moment that I related to what that was saying and my dad I remember when I said that my dad kind of looked at me read the paper and looked at me again and we walked out it was mm. kind of never seen then but that moment mm. there was when I knew Mm. something's different I didn't know what because I was only a child I didn't live by labels but mm. I knew something was different mm. but I suppose like I think because when a lot of people hear that and probably like your father's reaction was probably something like oh he's just a child That's like it. you know this is just a phase but like I do actually think at that age we're like the gender detectives like you know you see that with kids like they're so specific about this is a boy this is a girl and like I think to have that instinct so early on and that obviously never left that never left no yeah it's as you said the instinct you have that own kind of instinct in yourself to follow yeah. and at such a young age you're more switched on because nobody's opinions can actually 
terminate what you're thinking. Yeah. You know, it's only your thoughts alone and you're going to live into them thoughts without anybody else because you don't understand the opinions of anybody else or what life even is at that moment you're speaking on. All you know is that what you feel, yeah. what you are feeling. Yeah. And I was feeling like the man I am today. Yeah. <laughs> so like from, so you say that was around five or six, like what kind of happened after that? Was that, was that something that you kind of kept in the back of your mind, you know, as you were going through like your adolescence or like, or was, I suppose because there was more information maybe coming out about like trans, um, you know, people and like, you know, what that looked like? Well, it would be hard to actually put into like such a, a yeah, small time. Give, me, give me the exact timeline here now, Jacob, okay? In, in the year, you know, 2010, this is what happened. <laughs> it was it was literally, for a long story short, it was basically, I did not, I knew from then on, but I did not speak upon anything to do with transitioning until I was about 15, mm. you know? So it was a long time holding it back. I did things in between, say from 11, when I hit puberty and whatnot, to to that age of 15, uh, 14, 15, I had kind of made a map or made an idea in which I was going to follow to get to the point of telling my family. Mm. So I, I came out as a lesbian first to kind of show them I'm mm. not going to like the gender that you, my biological birth in your head is going to like. Mm. I'm not going to have that life that you've had formed in your head. So that was just a small way, not hurting them, but mm. just easing them in. And then through the years, then I that's when I started dropping. I, I never dressed as a girl, really. I never dressed um, in a dress. I'd always cry. I always played with the action figures. I always had that sign of a boy. Mm. So that shock wasn't there but the shock mm. was going to be that I was going to change that gender it was no yeah. longer going to be a phase or a little tom girl yeah. I was going to yeah. be their little boy yeah and I think there is that because I suppose so many people again will say oh you know that's just a phase and you know like a lot of girls don't and I'm like there's a difference between a girl who's like I don't want to dress in um, you know like these clothes or a boy who doesn't want to dress in these clothes and actually being like no this is not like I, I understand like what my gender identity is and it does not match the body that I've been born into. Um, and I mean, I mean, I, I mentioned there in the introduction just like how difficult puberty is and like just for everybody like across the board it's like this absolute horror show. And like I suppose I can't imagine then also like struggling with your gender identity and, and going to like school and I mean, what was that like, you know, particularly I suppose because of what we're talking about today like in school, like did you go to a mixed or a single sex? I was in a mixed. In a mixed school. Um, and I'm curious, like, do you think that was... I mean, I suppose it's it's difficult for you to know because that's the only experience that you've had. But like, do you think that was more helpful or? Um, well, before coming on here, I actually reached out to some of my supporters at, and I just asked the ones that are transitioning to give me kind of an insight of what it is for them now mm. so that I can kind of compare to how my time was in school. And <laughs> All those years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now at 22, you old man. <laughs> All three years ago, like time flies, you know. But um, basically, what I, I had two different. So I, I was reached out by a school previously and they were an all mixed, all girls school, sorry. And basically okay. they reached out to me to make a video as they had one um, trans man there at the school transitioning. And obviously that was very difficult for them because they were around loads of yeah. girls and had to follow all the yeah. rules provided for the female. So that was very hard for them. But actually that school accepted and was kind of putting that blanket over them to protect them even though they weren't getting that at home so that was mm. something magical to hear but then mm. there was an all boys one where that boy transitioned to a girl and that was a whole different atmosphere and yeah. um, so they got horrendously bullied they were getting bullied from home mm. from school mm. teachers it was a different atmosphere mm -hmm. and for me going to a mixed I had both I had yeah. the blanket of some teachers some students and then I had the other side which was the 
lack of understanding, yeah. the neglect that you get without even knowing who I am, but just a label of transgender. Yeah. And that was coming from teachers, that was coming from students, really? that was coming. So that, that happened, it happens in any any walk of school. It would be obviously harder on some, what, some yeah. more than others, but you're all going through the same. If a person doesn't understand whether you're an all mixed, girls, boys, yeah. they're going to show that. They're yeah. going to react in the same way as anybody else would in that other school. Like, yeah. And, you know, on this podcast, you know, I've been interviewing a lot of teachers and people who work in education. And like the thing that keeps coming up is they're like, you know, we we want to protect the student. We want to support the student. We want to make sure that the student feels safe and that they like, you know, are able to sort of be fully self-actualized and fully themselves. And, and I would imagine that if I had those teachers in front of me now, they would say like that, that they would want that for both their cis and their trans students. So I suppose from your experience of having gone through the school system and as a trans student, what do you think, like if you were going to give advice, let's say to any teachers or educators or, you know, principals, anyone who's sort of involved in the education process, like what would be your advice for those people to try and make that environment I suppose, as safe as possible um, and, and as inclusive as possible for the trans student? I feel like a good thing to say just to any teacher is to go into their job daily with understanding. I feel like one of the best teachers uh, that I've ever had in my life going through school and only for him would I have made it through school yeah. was a counsellor um, and Mr Conroy was his name and I'll never forget him. He was yeah. my saviour. He understood and gave time in other in ways that teachers weren't doing. He was speaking to me instead of speaking down to me mm. and one thing as you're growing up as, as a child, something that I'm, I'm 22 and I can't even kind of grasp the ideology of a teenager. Like that's yeah. such a small gap. Never mind adults yeah. that are going into school. They obviously are not going to understand a teenager because yeah. we're generations, we're going to keep changing. Yeah. But one thing that just doesn't need to change is the opportunity that you have to step into understanding the kids that you are teaching yeah. and giving them that space to actually open up and f- be free to be who they are. Because when you're going into school, as you said, there's already all them struggles that yeah. are written down on the sheet there. And it's just so... So, so, so many. But the, the bottom line of it is, is that you can be that brightness to a child coming to school because yeah. that teacher, even though I dislike school in my own ways for many reasons, that <laughs> one teacher gave me that bright light and that understanding and that freedom to be who I was and to give yeah. me that opportunity to grow into who I was. Yeah. He gave me that opportunity and yeah. that would be my utmost um hopefully something that they could take with you but this would be my utmost thing to push forward understanding and learning to, the way to communicate to a younger child learning a way to communicate to somebody that's going through struggles because you don't know what they're going through you only know what they're going to verbally yeah. um, speak to you that you're, you're only going to know that so much of what they open up and open up to you with yeah. so you have yeah. to it's what complete to do understanding and giving them that yeah. opportunity to speak yeah. without judgment oh my god what an amazing gift that that teacher gave you because I think you're right it like comes down to empathy and understanding and I think what has been really frustrating over the last couple of years has been seeing like trans people used as almost like a political punching bag Absolutely. you know and and like just sort of discussed and debated and it's like no actually like there are human beings at the centre of this who just want to live their lives um, and like you know and as you said they're just to, to give someone the space to fully be themselves I think that's what any of us 
would want, Absolutely. you know, regardless of our, our gender or sexual identity. Um, and you mentioned your family. I mean, they have been, I think you mentioned that, they have been very supportive, haven't they? Uh, they've been supportive, not from the past. Um, now, mm. we went through our, I don't really like to speak into the negative sides, but I know yeah, that's yeah. part of your journey, uh, mm. which I don't mind sharing. But the, when it came to, as I said, I had to come out and give that map of the idea. I had to first come out as a lesbian to mm. actually, like, ease it into them. They were not accepting. They didn't know the terminology of even transgender. All they knew was lesbian being bisexual like that's uh, lesbians bisexual or or gay, gay that's yeah. that's all they were raised with and yeah. what again understanding doesn't just go into schools this is this is something where I'm speaking from a personal experience because it went both ways my family didn't understand me for many years of my transition of who, when I knew I was who who I knew I was and and all that but in that what I learned was I had to give them the opportunity to understand who I was mm. and they had to give me the opportunity to understand where they're coming from yeah they didn't all in all, we were all freaking out because I didn't understand how they were feeling. They didn't understand how I was feeling. But at the end, we were doing that out of fear. Yeah. We were, that was pure fear. And we mm-hmm. weren't given that space to actually understand each other. Yeah. So that that's I would, that's what I spent them years doing. They didn't accept me. So I gave them time. And I, I, yeah. I used the right vocabulary towards them to, yeah. to lead them in where they're not feeling like I'm shoving it down their throat of this is who I am. You must accept me. Mm. I'm Because I'm asking them to accept me. So I need to accept their their yeah. ways so it had to go oh both God, ways that's very wise <laughs> that's very wise no but that uh, that is yeah. the way and that is how life is if if, yeah. if if I was to react to them in the way they reacted to me with fear and negativity mm. and using vulgar words because of that fear then we wouldn't be where I am today with the most accepting family I've ever had like they, yeah. they, I'll ever have because they're, yeah. they're brilliant they are my rock my mother is my best friend and she was the hardest one in, the, in yeah. going through this because she was losing her daughter and gaining a son it was like grieving to accepting you know yeah. so with all that again like understanding that's such a powerful thing to do because they didn't accept me but the past is the past I'm never looking back I'm, I'm only going forward and yeah. they're by my side now due to yeah. that due to giving them that space to understand yeah. yeah my god I think that's kind of a lesson for us all there um, and with your with the TikTok um, she says like a, a hundred year old woman <laughs> now with the TikTok Jacob um, uh, with your TikTok like are these the kind of conversations that you are having on there like is it are you trying to sort of like create that space for people to talk and to for understanding or is it just you know having the crack <laughs> I, I go on now I go on an on and off thing um, I've recently come in to find things with myself that I've been suffering with as a child um, going through school actually with a start in school and that's anxiety self-doubt all that thing that comes with the kind of as I said the neglect and on n- the lack of understanding through school mm. so you adapt a lot of fears um, my biggest thing that I want to do in life and my the biggest thing that I, I just want to push forward for is to do something in forms of speaking so in the past year I've been pushing myself out to come overcome my anxiety by speaking in front of people so that I can go forward into schools yes that'd be great that's, that's something that I really want to do because one thing that I realised when I was in school and you'd get maybe a bullying talk or you'd get an LGBT talk yeah. I wasn't connecting to them yeah. I wasn't connecting because they weren't speaking from from their heart they were speaking yeah. from a piece of paper yeah. and I feel like especially with the LGBT they weren't teaching they weren't teaching these, peop- uh, these people that didn't understand allies even people that hated mm. they weren't teaching them who we were as people mm-hmm. or what we are as people mm. they were just reading off a piece of paper so yeah. I want to take on that uh, role of just standing in front of these kids and mm. when, when they walk out whether it be about bullying harassment or LGBT if it's bullying that the bullies that are sitting in that class I want them to sit and think yeah. to know what they're going to further do to these people's lives if they continue that bullying or continue yeah. that path but also I want to show the people that are victims that 
nobody's words define who they are. Mm -hmm. I want them to understand that words are only words until you let them in yeah. and manifest them into something bigger. Yeah. So I want to kind of go in with the ambition of motivation yeah. and to, to inspire young kids to just, just be better, yeah. be themselves and be better. Yeah. Push forward, like yeah. don't get lost in the noise. Yeah, and I think as well it's, I suppose, you know, we we saw that even with like, you know, the referendum, like that it was it was stories, it was people telling their stories because I think it's when you when you have a face and when you have someone who's like, you know, I'm standing here, I'm a human being, you know, like it's 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 a lot more difficult to sort of just dismiss that or to, you know, I suppose as you said, turn it into like a kind of a, a, a political um game in some way. So I think that would be really powerful if you were um, to go into, sco into schools in particular, I think, because, you know, as you said, either it's going to be a student who is struggling with their gender identity or someone who is like bullying someone else who's, yeah. you know, so I think that would be, I think that would be really powerful. I think, yeah, it would work. It would definitely work to push me forward because I know that we were speaking out on mm. the TikTok bit and my, my posts. And even now I realise that my posts aren't to where I want them to be because I have that fear, like a lump in my throat whenever I want to say something to do with transgender yeah. like I had a full series called Retalk with Jacob where I'd allow parents I'd allow young kids to ask me questions that are uncomfortable and that they feel like they're walking on eggshells with while asking because I know that some trans people don't like to be asked certain questions but me I want to be open to all questions mm. educational purpose wise mm. like. so I do want to push forward now to change my videos right now it's more trend and sounds I want to turn my whole page into just what I said there yeah. teaching I want to be able to use my voice in ways without this anxiety riddling yeah. over me to, and what do you think that anxiety is? Like, do you, is it a fear of what people will say? Like, or do fear, you get, yeah. do you, do you get that kind of negative um, backlash on? Oh, I had loads. Yeah. I had loads through my years. I've had people spit, drive around cars, video on me, beat me up. Oh I've God. had a lot through my years to do with transitioning and to do with TikTok. Yeah. I was a double target because yeah. I was known now all Ireland wide yeah. at such a young age and not understanding yeah. what that's like yeah. and yeah so it, it turned and they're all going to add up into who I am now like if I was to speak in front of people I mm. feel that comfort now because I've, I've pushed myself to do it but my leg will always shake my course, arm so will start shake well. yeah so you know. I, I want to break that now and yeah. to change my page to kind of making sure I'm getting over this mental struggle I'm having myself but also getting other people over theirs you know it would be a, a two on two there you know yeah um and this was like, what do you think? I mean, you know, if you see so many, you know, say pride groups and organizations, you know, that are running festivals and, you know, like obviously pride and things like that um, during the year, particularly in universities, like, you know, do you feel like that is, I mean, I suppose, how does that make you feel? Like, do you think that's, a, I mean, obviously I think it's a good thing. I mean, that's such a leading question. Do you think that's a good thing? <laughs> obviously no. it's a good thing, but I suppose, how does, how does it make you feel? No, it does. It's fantastic to see. It's brilliant to yeah. see that people are joining in together and it's not just LGBT community yeah. anymore. It's allies and everything. Yeah. It's such a powerful group now that, you know, the love is definitely overpowering the hate these days, yeah. which is amazing considering the amount of hate that's spiraling in at the minute. Yeah. You know, these groups know. are fantastic. Maybe just pride or even just a small group of a youthers for kids and it's all LGBT. They're yeah. all small steps in the right direction and 10 times better than 20 steps in the wrong way. Yes, exactly. And hopefully, you know, for... Um, I suppose teenagers who are you know, you know let's say 10 years kind of younger than you and that are kind of beginning this journey that hopefully that they will I suppose that that will be some comfort um, to them as they as they go through um, as they transition and they go through this It will and I will be open now for them to kind of find people that are uh, like-minded with them as well because yeah. growing up I didn't have anyone that was transgender yeah. around yeah. me at all Um 
So, Jacob, earlier you mentioned that um, a school had reached out to you. Um, I think it was an, an all-girls school. Yeah, um, had reached out to you, I suppose, for your advice in their attempts to help a trans student in their school. Does that happen frequently? Like, do you think that, I mean, is that a sign of, I suppose, a movement towards like greater um, acceptance and inclusivity in schools? I definitely think in the space of three years going from um, school to now, uh, there's so many changes that mm. you can see that you, you do feel in your heart, like this hope, you feel hope in your heart yeah. because you can see it. That simple, simple thing there of, of all girls school reaching out to me um, to send a video into their school that they're going to play it to their whole school for that one uh, young trans man was just that's that's empowering that's yeah. amazing that's that's beautiful to see because that is uh, even though I'm not getting asked every second week to do this that's a small step that mm. is that school has turned against probably years and years and years and years of the rules of that would not have been allowed like yeah. especially a Catholic school put together it's just not allowed it wouldn't yeah. have been allowed so to actually get that forward and see that yes that there's many many movements going forward I did do mm. a talk with Spun Out and it was with an older uh, trans woman Zara and she opened my eyes as well because I'm living in it now where I'm not seeing a lot of movement because you still have that 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 negativity and it's very hard to keep yeah. positive in that negativity. Yeah. But in just speaking to her, she's opened my eyes that actually there was a time where she couldn't even leave the house. Yeah. She couldn't even leave the house without fear of being beaten, fear of even to go with Sophia as being killed like it yeah. was it was that's how how it was and now we can walk out as I'm sitting here in front of you and you're you're uh, giving your time to acknowledge me as as myself and as transgender that's that's a movement that's something that wouldn't have happened five years ago even never mind 10 never mind 20 yeah. so yes I think there's a lot of movements forward now and I think uh, especially with this uh, you kindly ask me to come on and let me speak. I think this is even going to put a nice movement forward to yeah. maybe remove that stigma of teachers and reaching out in fear of being judged as I know yeah. there's a lot of judgment with transgender right now. Yeah. So yeah. I think... Well, I think you're the one who did us a favour. So um, we really, we really, really appreciate you coming in um, and talking to us, Jacob. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now remember, you can find out more about Teachers Inspire. You can nominate a teacher for the award. And you can find links to other episodes of the podcast at teachersinspire.ie or you can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.